Good morning. Welcome to our Friday morning marketing coffee break. I'm going to shock you a bit. Website traffic doesn't always matter. And this is a topic that I get into a debate about with people relatively commonly. It's usually people who aren't in the marketing or SEO realm and so maybe don't understand all the nuances of what I'm discussing. But I'll tell you what does matter. It's important to understand user intent if you want to drive conversions. This is Vicki Wu, and as always, we're talking about the best tips for marketing your small business. Be sure to subscribe to our channel to be notified of the latest updates. Traffic alone doesn't matter. Conversions is what turns people into paying clients, and that's the piece that matters. In this part three of our series on the new SEO, I'm going to tell you how you can pivot your thinking to start implementing this particular strategy. I'll give you a good example. One of my small secondary income streams, because it's something I enjoy, is high quality paint by number kits that are designed for adults. And I named it number on the wall art. It's literally number on the wall dot art. This also happens to be part of a chorus of a song that was popular in the 80s or 90s. I don't remember exactly when, but if you're from that time, you recognize it, 8675309. I thought, wow, I wish I could get that phone number because that would just be really cool. But then I changed my thinking. I might not want to, and why actually directly relates to today's discussion. If you think about it, there would be a lot of people who would probably dial that number just to see if Jenny answers it on the other end. And while sure, maybe I can talk one of them into buying one of the paint by number kits, I kind of doubt it, or it would take too much time and effort and work to try to convert that one person. So it's similar with concepts of SEO, like if you're targeting the wrong keywords, or if you don't have a flow that relates to user intent on your website. These people calling because of the song would have no intention of buying my paint by number kits. And if you have ineffective SEO, you could be driving a lot of traffic to your website and you could still have zero conversions. So that debate or argument I get into, it's about the fact that it's useless to drive a lot of traffic to your website if it's the wrong people and they're not converting. The debate I hear is, oh no, I, I want a lot of people because then I still have a bigger pool of people to pull from. And so maybe I'll get some sales. One person buying would be more than I had before. And my rebuttal is along the lines of it's still costing you some kind of time, money, effort, time is money. So you're still making an investment in driving all that traffic that's not going to convert. And wouldn't it make more sense to invest those resources into strategic SEO that may drive smaller numbers of traffic, but it's people that are actually interested in what you have. And therefore, you should end up with more conversions. Now, obviously, if you're way overpriced or something else is going wrong, you may still have an issue. But similar to what I recommend to people about their social media platform, and they're like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to get to 5,000 likes and should I go you know, on Fiverr and pay those people who say they can get me likes? And my argument is always, I would rather have 10 good prospects that are interested in what I'm offering, even if they're not interested now, they at least are, may need it someday and they've self-selected to be there, than have a thousand people and only 10 of them be interested.
same concept with traffic. I'd rather drive smaller numbers of traffic to my website and have it be people that actually want the information, may want the product or service. Google has also considered this in their search engine results. And more and more, they're moving towards considering user intent when they display search results. And you need to make sure that your website takes this into consideration. So there's really four pillars of user intent. Think about them like either pillars or buckets, whichever works for you. Most marketing or sales funnels, really effective ones, have about seven different steps. And in the marketing funnel training that I offer, that's what we go through is like seven different pieces of a marketing funnel that you need to have in place for it to be most effective. For our SEO purposes, these four pillars of user intent fall under just a couple stages of that full marketing funnel, but these are the pieces that you need to consider for the content that is on your website. They are informational, navigational, commercial or actional, and transactional. And that can be a little bit harder to consider, so think of them in more simple terms. Know, go, do, and buy. When someone is researching products or getting ready to purchase your product, they're in one of those four stages. No, go, do, buy. We have a four-step user intent SEO strategy that we implement and that we teach. You want to consider your business and specifically your website and content and think about how all of that content on your website may fall into one of those four different stages of user intent in those four different pillars. Then you want to look at your website content. Our four steps are step one, you want to print out a list of all the pages on your website, drop them into Excel. That's probably a ple easy place to do it. Then you can make notes or if you want to print it out, make notes on paper and kind of just cross through as you do it. If you have a really large website, obviously you're not going to be doing all one sitting and it may look overwhelming if you have, you know, a thousand pages or posts or more, but go ahead and print it all out because you're going to be just working through it a section at a time, what you can go through categorize each page. So you want to look at the content on that page and determine which one of those four pillars it falls into. And you're going to have pages that have some overlap. You know, this page here, maybe it's both informational and you're trying to get them to buy. But for the most part, you want to pick just one pillar for each page. And as part of this process, you might find where, you're, where you have gaps. So ideally, after you've gone through all the pages and categorized them, you can go back and look at, is there any one of those four pillars that I'm missing or that maybe there's not enough of, or is there one that there's plenty of and I don't need to add that type of content? Then you want to start going through, edit each page. This is step three. Edit each page and make it even more aligned with that particular pillar and just go one page at a time. You also want to either edit the existing call to action or if there isn't an existing call to action, you definitely need to add one. And you want a call to action that bridges from the pillar that it is to the next one. So for example, a no page is informational. This is at the point when a customer or prospect has just figured out that they may have a problem and they're researching. They may not even have decided that they need to, you know, make a purchase related to that problem, but they're researching and just gathering information. A perfect bridge then is you need to somehow take them to a go page. So you want to think of it as maybe learn more. They're gathering information. Call to action would be learn more. And whether that takes them to an ebook, to another page, to a pop-up, whatever it is, you're going to bridge. 
a go page, which is the navigational piece, is where you've helped them know that they have a problem. Now you're going to present them with how to solve the problem and in particular start talking about how your solution solves their problem. This may be helping them figure out which product or service you offer that would best help them. Actually connecting to categories of products on your website. Or maybe if you have physical locations, maybe they're starting to look at which one is closest to the area that they need. The call to action for this page needs to bridge to the do page. This is where they are starting to do some kind of action. Actional page, commercial page, they are getting ready to undertake commerce, but they're not yet at the buy stage. Maybe they're clicking on the product to add it to their cart, or they're calling your office to make an appointment. You've taken them through information, you've taken them through finding which product or service will be their solution, and now they're bridging the gap between that and transaction. So that call to action, take that into consideration. You want to get them to the buy stage, and that could be they're checking out on your website, somehow else completing a transaction. And then step four is you're going to go through this process again. You don't need to reprint all the pages on your website, but go back to your list, pick the next section of pages and go through it again, categorize each page, edit the page to make it more focused on that stage of user intent and to have an appropriate call to action that bridges them to the next stage. A couple other important items to consider when you're talking about Kind of this optimizing your content for this user intent SEO strategy. It's a little bit more new that Google is actually looking at this. And you've paid attention in the past year or so. You do a search and sometimes Google will tell you under the URL and search result they give you, you last visited this page on. Or you'll have that with a page you last visited, but it's showing you some headings of different pages that may apply to what your search is now. So most people search when they're at that informational stage, they're searching for, you know, I'm just starting to think I may have a problem and they're gathering information. So you'll have pages on your website that relate to that. That would be the first thing that somebody visited. Then when they're ready to go to the go stage, when they're doing their search, it's going to come up and say, you last visited this page on. Because Google is understanding that more and more, that's why it's even more important. So not all websites, if they've been around for a couple years, have all of these strategies in place. And that's why you need to do it. Also keep in mind, you want to make sure you have some type of call to action on every page of your website. And that goes beyond simply having, you know, a phone number and email address at the top or footer or sidebar or something. You need to actually tell them what to do. This isn't Wendy's. You can't build it and they will come. Hopefully they will come. But when they do come, you need to not rely upon them to figure out what the next step should be and where to find that step on your website. You have to have a call to action right there and give it to them. And just like it doesn't do you much good to have a whole lot of traffic coming to your website of people that are never going to be interested in your product or service, it also doesn't do much good to have people coming that are solid prospects and then you never ask them to buy. Those call to actions are important. You also want to keep your client persona in mind through this part of the process, especially since you're going to be updating content and dropping it into pillars or buckets and adding call to actions. How do they search? How do they prefer to consume content? What type of information do they need to help them make a decision? You need a solid understanding of your client base and a client persona will help you do that. If you're ready to have some hands-on assistance implementing these strategies, 
for the new SEO that we're talking about, visit the website. You'll see an opportunity to learn more about our new SEO accelerator. It's a do-it-yourself program, but you have us hands-on teaching it to you, access to our experts, and you'll learn as you go. We tell you exactly what types of things you need to be implementing and how, and a whole group of people to help you get there rather than you having to try to figure it out on your own, rather than you spending thousands of dollars paying someone, and they may still be focused on some of the old strategies. Implementing these things can really help you get some good results. So visit the website at vickywood.us. The link to the page with the exact program where you can get more information. I'll drop that down in the comments. And as always, if you have questions about this or other marketing questions, you can visit the website and ask us a question. You can drop your question in the comments and we will either get back to you and answer or we will discuss your question on one of our upcoming posts.